Yeah. Ha. Yo, not really sure why I waste time with all these has-beens. With these once words, I call them past tense. Cause from the second that I hit them with that twisted bliss, they faded away and they haven't existed. Hello everybody and welcome to another Smart Marks review here on the Smart Marks Show. Myself, Spencer. And this is Glenn. We are here to uh, review the 2019 Royal Rumble, to look forward to the 2019 Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, and look at what happened in between and what the road to WrestleMania kind of looks like. Because right now, it looks like it's unpaved. It looks like <laughs> a few exits are shut down. It, it looks interesting. So, yeah, we're going to jump right in uh, to the 2019 Royal Rumble review with our host, Glenn. Ooh. And uh, we'll start with uh, the pre-show, which he always watches. Uh, I miss sometimes. This pre-show was something that you know we could have watched on a Raw or SmackDown. Um, the first match we had was uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Riza and uh, Dawson, which was interesting. Now, the point of the, the, the weird tag team combo was, first off, one half of AO with AOP is hurt. And they came up with another weird thing where uh, if that 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 weird combo team can't win, then neither one of them gets a title opportunity. Which makes total sense. Because now the Revival are the tag champs. Yeah. Because, which, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Vince. Um, yeah, because they lost that match to Gable and Rude, right? Yes. Bobby Rude and Chad Gable win via pinfall. Uh, the second pre-show match was Rusev versus Shinsuke. The match was okay. It definitely could have just been televised. Didn't it have to be on this pay-per-view at all? Uh, and of course, Lana uh, Lana did get involved. Um, she took a pretty good bump off the apron onto the floor, messing up her ankle, which foreshadows what's to come in the ladies' rumble. Uh, of course, Shinsuke pins Rusev, and Rusev again gets... A very, very short title reign. Um, and then we had the Fatal 4-Way um, with Buddy Murphy winning via pinfall. I actually saw that match. That was pretty cool. I, I like Buddy Murphy. I like his style. He he definitely reminds me of uh, some of the Attitude Era wrestlers that he's... When he's got his mindset on something, he 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 just dogs everybody and he rolls just rolls over the competition. And he uh, he got the pin on Hideo Itami, who since then I think has been released from yes. the WWE. Is going by his old name that he went by in Japan, and is rumored to as as everyone is. I swear, any rumor you hear about AEW isn't real. It's literally just someone saying something online, and it gets ran with because there's no truth behind any of it. Because there's no one that's with AEW until they're signed. But of course, he's rumored to be going to AEW, unless they throw big money at him. I don't see why he wouldn't just go back home. I I, I see him going back to New Japan than I do see him going to AEW. Yeah. And this just Dave Meltzer needs to shut the fuck up. <coughs> Cue the sound effect of Eric Bischoff hating Dave Meltzer. <laughs> um, and this leads into the actual main card. And boy, howdy. They started off big. Oh, my God. Oscar versus Becky. Man. Drag out. I loved it. Holy crap. I, 
on one hand, I really, really, really thought Becky was going to win this match. Yeah, me too. On the other hand, um, my pick was Asuka. I'm glad she won because it gave credence to her and her character. Uh, I thought when she first got moved up, she took that loss to Charlotte. It was a big slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's she's she's more justified. There were a hell of a lot of good bumps in this in this match. Um, uh, Asuka uh, off the turnbuckle. Becky hits an armbar. I mean, holy crap! It, it was it was fast paced, and yeah. both of these ladies did everything they could. Uh, submission wise, they, it was a, mm-hmm. a grounded pound. There was a little high flying, but it was mostly grounded pound. And Becky gave it to Oscar. I, I love Becky, the way that her character is developing now. Yeah, uh, it's definitely the Stone Cold Steve Austin of this generation of wrestlers. Yeah, and holy crap, did these ladies beat the hell of each other? Um, uh, a lot of two counts, um, and there's a lot of. Th- the uh, Oscar had several attempts at the Oscar lock throughout this match. Oh yeah. And Becky was able to counter no problem, yeah. which I like that they did that. Yeah. Uh, the reason I like that they did that, it shows that, uh, uh Becky and Oscar now, be- competitor wise, I think they're on the same level, but with Oscar being able to try to attempt the Oscar lock and Becky breaking it, it shows Oscar that Becky's going to be after her. You know, regardless, yeah. I mean, it's it just proves that Oscar has a person on her level, and it's just not a throwaway match like they did with Charlotte, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, and it's not taking anything away from Charlotte; she's a damn good wrestler. But holy crap, did Becky! Oh, she just handed it to Oscar. Yeah, you mentioned it was a lot of ground and pound, but they went up top a couple times, and and they made it matter. There was that uh, suplex to the floor that looked like it also came with a side of concussion. Yeah. Uh, that was rough. Um, it was a suplex from the ring apron to the floor, and it looked like someone didn't get the turn in all the way, or something happened, and heads crashed to the to the mat. And I'm like, wow, very. I'm very surprised that no one had a concussion after that. Um, and if someone did, and that's why Becky hasn't wrestled since, besides a little bit in the Rumble, that's a good cover because it looked like Becky was on the receiving end of. The brain damage there, uh, but then there was also she did that super backsploder off oh, the top rope. Oh man, that oh my god! Those were the two things I really liked, and the finish. I love the finish. Oh, the finish was classic. I mean, Becky with uh, tapping to the Oscar lock. I mean, it was just like it was like this weird bridge that Oscar added to the Oscar lock to make it that much more deadly. Like you've escaped my Oscar lock two or three times in this match. I'm not letting it happen again. I'm gonna bridge it out. Yes, yes, so good. This match was. One of my favorites of the night. I just, I, I, I don't. So, wow. We, we don't do the star ratings anymore. We do uh, hated it, didn't like it, okay, really liked it, and loved. And uh, on this match, I give it a love. Oh, I love this match. I loved it. This match was the f- Which, phenomenal. It, it sounds like we're still doing a star rating because it's like, oh, it's still five. But <laughs> the terminology's changed. Uh, don't Not doing 4.5s and like, like that kind of stuff and we're given the reasons why we loved it or the reasons why we didn't like it it's not like you know we praise a match and then say oh this is three well why was it three you just said so many good things no we said a bunch of good things about this match and we loved it so that, that's the way it is um the next match we had was ms mac versus the bar <laughs> yeah ms mac the greatest tag team in the world ms and shane o mac 
whatever you want to call them. But uh, what a what a what a story I never would have seen coming, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's the whole Miz and Shane since the Best in the World Cup. Like that's where it all started when Miz faked an injury. I I really don't believe that the WWE had long enough foresight because they don't have foresight with anything else. So why would they have it with this? But I really don't think they thought that Saudi Arabia pay-per-view back in October um, would have led to this here in um, uh, in January when the Royal Rumble happened. Like what a what a wild story to get here. These two, these two tag teams. I mean, it was, it was an okay match. I liked the dynamic between Miz and Shane O'Mac. Uh, they actually worked together, worked really good together as a tag team. Miz uh-huh. um, antagonizes, and Shane takes the big bump. Oh, did he <laughs> take some big bumps in this match? Shane's crazy. Yeah, and he's going to end up in traction if he doesn't watch himself. Um, uh, Shane is in the, the ring he starts it off and Sheamus and Cesaro do their thing where they kind of keep Shane away from his corner classic tag team wrestling um, uh, The Miz gets separated from his corner for a while finally tags in Shane Shane dodges a bro kick which I was surprised that he did that I really was. Why were you surprised that he dodged it? I, I don't know. I just don't see Shane. You don't see a lot of people dodge the broach kick. No. Because hmm. they walk right into it. Yeah. And it was just real. I was like, oh, damn. Shane must have went to the fitness center and <laughs> <laughs> took some took some uh, lessons yeah. on how to dodge stuff and not get himself hurt. He definitely doesn't have a hernia this time of year. Yes. Um of course, we get to see Shane attempt to coast to coast and caught. Caught into in the mid big swing. air. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that was, that was really neat. And I, and I like it when Cesaro throws in the big swing because it doesn't happen often because he doesn't like to do it because it's a good guy move and he's a bad guy and he doesn't like people cheering for him. But when he does it, it's special now and I like it. That big swing made me dizzy. Yeah. I'm surprised Shane didn't throw up. Oh, I'm surprised neither one of them didn't throw up. I mean, how is Cesaro, watching when he does that, how is he able to stand up and move around in the ring without, I'd, I'd be blowing chunks all over everybody. That's oh, just, yeah. Um, I'd be draws 2.0. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Shane does lock in the triangle lock, which was interesting. <laughs> yeah, what? Which is cool because whenever you see his training videos, it's an MMA kind of training. Yeah. Um, Sheamus goes to the top rope to break up the submission. Um, double team, white noise. Yeah. Which was, I really enjoyed that. Yep. Don't forget, Drew McIntyre, that's not your move. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah, Drew. Stay in your lane. <laughs> uh, and surprisingly, Shane pins Cesaro for the win. Yeah, so that, that series of events at the end was really neat because it was a broge kick that missed but wound up hitting Cesaro. Then Miz hit a skull-crushing finale on Sheamus to get him out of the ring, and while Cesaro was down after that broge kick, Shane hit a picture-perfect shooting star press, which was like, all right, this is pretty neat. Like, dang, Shane in his 40s and not a normal athlete, not an athlete, really, that you could say that, that does much ever. And he hit a shooting star press. It's like, all right, Brock, 
You ever want to try that shit again? <laughs> Just watch how Shane does it. Get the guy close. Yeah, don't land on close. your heads. <laughs> Not mid-ring. What, what did you think about the match? I really liked it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked the idea of my um, uh, the Miz and Shane. I almost called him Mike. Stupid reality show. Um, but uh, I, I think SmackDown is pretty deep on tag champs. I really hope they don't add heavy machinery. I don't see Shane and Miz staying... I see them staying tag champs through WrestleMania, but I don't see them... I see them having a one-on-one match by SummerSlam. Mm. I see them broken up by then. Uh, there's just so many tag teams on SmackDown. You've got Sanity. Um, you've got the Colognes who never get used. Whatever. Neither does Sanity. You've got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Now apparently you have Rusev and Shinsuke. You have The Bar. You have The Usos. You have The New Day. Again, please don't add heavy machinery to that long list of tag teams. Um, you just have a, a you have a lot of teams on SmackDown, and when the big Papa doesn't like tag team wrestling, there's too many tag teams. Yep. And uh, if maybe if they respect the tag team wrestling a little more, a you wouldn't have the boss of son as champ, but it's not a big deal because it's a cool story. B you would have time for all these teams. Like why the club, one of the hottest free agents team, the hottest free agent tag team that they may have signed in a decade or more, not on TV, but once since August? Stupid. Get out of our face. Stupid. And then now you got, um, I'll just say Rowan and Martin, <laughs> you got the Bludgeon Brothers back. Are they going to continue? Well, you got Rowan back, but not Luke Harper, which is interesting, and that that's a, that's a whole different realm of predictions. I don't understand I, I see him coming back with Bray and feuding with Daniel and Rowan I don't know I don't know what's going on with that but anyway a lot of tag teams I really like this I think the story I think it's a it's a right build up it's almost like an NXT storyline with the build up between Shane and Miz it's taken so long such a long road to get here to this to them fighting for the tag team titles and um and eventually you can turn this team heel like you can really turn this team heel by having Miz manipulate Shane to using Shane's power, and then Shane starts to realize it and calls him out on it. Then they break up. Then you've got Miz versus Shane by SummerSlam or something. So, we'll oh, that, see. That would be epic to see. We'll see what happens. But in the moment right now, this team, I really like. I really like this match, and I'm looking forward to the match against Usos next. So, oh, yeah, cool. that Uso match is going to be awesome at Elimination Chamber. Now, the next match. Ooh, Ronda and Sasha. The boss mm. versus the rowdy one. Yeah. I'll, oh, man. This, okay, I'll let you. This this match. Yeah. It was a four horsewoman <laughs> versus four horsewoman match. I love what Corey Grace said right out of the gate. Ronda just kicked Sasha in the soul. Uh. <laughs> and, Wow, and she did. Yeah, <laughs> Ronda brought it to Sasha. I, at first, you know, this match was one of those. Sasha made a comment she wants out of her contract, so it felt like this was a match that was made just to appease her. Yet her little comments about wanting to leave still are happening on Twitter, mm -hmm. um, which is terrible. Um, and and you can't even know like WWE knows how to work. The online community, which is the entire community now, but the online rumor community, like they know how to work it. So I don't even know if Sasha ever asked to leave her, uh, her, 
um, contract because let, let's face it, some of these people grew up only watching WWE. That's all she grew up yep. watching. She never grows up and says, "Man, I really loved watching Samoa Joe and and AJ Styles and you know Roxy Laveau and people like that in TNA." No, she doesn't. She doesn't bring up TNA. Nope. She had two big networks to watch, and she only ever brings up Eddie and WWE. Even in shoot interviews, like there's nothing. Like I don't see anyone wanting to work for anyone but WWE. Yep. Um, Ronda takes a pretty big bump on the ring post. Uh, that kind of rattled me. And Sasha gets on the offensive early, and she gets an armbar on Ronda that I. I honestly th- thought she was either going to rip her arm out of socket or break her arm. Just the torque that she had on that arm, pulling it up, is like, oh, oh sweet Jesus, yeah. you you need to calm down. Um, uh, Rhonda hits a Piper's Pit, which is, you know, it was, it was pretty good. Um, Sasha hit a pretty big suplex. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, Ronda kicked out. You know, for a minute there, I thought <laughs> Sasha might actually get the upper hand. I this, thought it might be... The superplex was picture perfect, and I was like, oh my god, I figured that could be a finishing, like, blow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, Ronda's arm really, um, it, it affected her the rest of the match. Anytime she tried to pick Sasha up, um... She she had trouble with it. Now either it was really hurt or she was selling the hell out of it, and finally has got the grasp of selling an injury to the crowd. <laughs> Without getting injured, unfortunately not. Yeah. Um, and then there was this bump outside the ring. All I put on my notes was "Holy shit!" Which bump was that? Uh, uh, Rhonda goes to the top. Um, and then dives on yes. Sasha. Yes. Um, when I saw that, I was like, Rhonda, you don't even wear knee pads. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, your knees. Your husband's right there watching you. He's like, oh, her knees are ruined tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, 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 I just, I, my, note, my notes, big, bold, holy shit. Um, yeah. I oh, couldn't believe that that, mat, that, that that move happened. Ronda keeps adding wrinkles into her game. Like, she could have stayed like a Baron Corbin or Mojo Rawley, people that don't really evolve their wrestling. And they, like, you know, they, they develop in the very beginning uh, of their careers a few moves and they rely on that. You know, John Cena's even done. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry about the sixth move of Doom, but, you know, you know there's still only five that count. Um,. But Rhonda, it keeps evolving. It's really neat. I, I, I like I like watching that. What uh, What are some of the high spots that you? Um, I I uh, the superplex was really great for me. Uh, at one point, uh, Sasha went for a crossbody and Rousey caught it and turned it into an armbar. And I'm like, that's what you deal with straight power and people that know how to use some leverage and lifting. Like I know Rhonda's actually not the most powerful like weight lifting person. Pound for pound, even she's probably not the most powerful weightlifting because I know Nia Jax probably lifts better than her but like I think Liv Morgan right now is pound for pound the strongest which is odd but that's the way it is when they're working out because Ronda Rousey one time posted a a video to Instagram of Liv Morgan like um, squatting big time weights and Ronda was like wow holy shit look at this and I'm like well if it made Ronda go holy shit alright then I trust it um 
At one point, banks used that wrist strap to get leverage for the bank statement, and I thought that was cool. It was kind of reminiscent to an NXT when their gear would start falling apart, and they just had to like to start using it in the match. They just had to start using it in the match. Um, like uh, it really reminded me of the moment when Johnny Gargano was fighting Tommaso Ciampa, and the knee brace came off of Ciampa, and. Uh, um, Ciampa was trying to lull Gargano into a sense of familiarity and, and um, nostalgia for their friendship and uh, because they were enemies but they used to be best friends and tag team champs and uh, Gargano just sat beside Ciampa and Ciampa went to hit him with that knee brace uh, instead of a moment that they shared in the, earlier in the career really early in the career where they kind of sat beside each other just uh, crisscross style in the, uh, in the ring and, and hugged well he decided to try to hit him with that knee brace and Gargano dodged it, and then Gargano got him in a crossface with the knee brace, and Banks basically did the same thing with her wrist uh, strap or part of her um, attire. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Happened the same night we get to see Gargano in the Royal Rumble actually do pretty well. So that was neat. Um, and then, of course, the, the end. The bank statement, and Rousey pulled a Cena and just lifted her ass up and gave her the Piper's Pit for the win. And I can never hear that name enough for a finishing move the piper's pit just really neat i loved the match yeah i loved it uh that gave um ronda two out of the four uh she's collecting all the pokemon cards for the four horsewomen and uh she has just collected charlotte she's beaten charlotte at survivor series now she's beaten sasha banks at the royal rumble and we can only hope that uh, well, we did see on Raw the next night she beat Bailey in a in a one on one straight up clean win, and when Bailey was leaving the ring and um, the winner of the Royal Rumble, uh, I, I, everyone knows when um, uh, Becky Lynch was coming out to the ring, Bailey threw up a little four, and <laughs> Becky Lynch threw up a little four before she got up in the or while she was getting in the ring, so uh, you know that's there's. There's definitely four horsewomen love definitely going on. Um, but the next match was one of the coolest Royal Rumbles I've ever seen. I loved last year's Women's Royal Rumble, but this year's topped it. I believe it topped it. I know it topped it. This is one of my favorite Royal Rumbles of all time. You know, from start to finish, not a single legend in this match. Yep. I am so glad they utilized several women from NXT to be in this Rumble. Active roster only. Man, this was probably, in my opinion, the best Royal Rumble match that I've seen in the last 10 years. How fast, do you want to read your list of who eliminated who? Or do you want to hit the highlights? Oh, we can just like? we can hit the highlights. Okay, because uh, I was like, how fast do you think you can do it? Because on the gaming podcast, there's a little Mario countdown timer of news <laughs> reports, and I, I was wondering, should we start the little hundred second Mario timer, or you just want to just read the highlights you got? <laughs> this match was really neat. It had a lot of twists and turns, which was cool. Uh, it had new faces that. We don't even see much in NXT, like new, yeah. new faces, like uh, Casey Catanzori, the girl from American Ninja Warrior. Yes. Oh, dude. She was awesome. Yeah. Who was better at getting back in the ring, Naomi or Casey Catanzori? 
Those were both cool as hell. And the Naomi one had a lot of suspense. Naomi's had a lot of suspense because it was like, oh shit, is she going to fall? Is she going to fall? Like it kept getting really hard for her to, to walk a, along that thing. And uh, then when she jumped for the stairs at the end, I was like, oh, please make the stairs. You know, you made it this far. Exactly. And watching her do it, I'm like, she does Kofi Kingston better than Kofi does Kofi. Yeah. And I really, I thought she was going to topple over. I thought, honest to God, she wasn't going to hit those steps. Yeah. And she was going to be be, be eliminated. Um, uh, I, I I cheered uh, so, so, so much when Tamina got eliminated. Um, I felt bad for Ember Moon. This Breaking is this, her arm with Alexa Bliss's <sighs> new move. Oh, that move was awesome, though. That move was great. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sad it's a wrestler I liked. that had to be the crash test dummy on that one. And here's what sucks. She got hurt in the last Royal Rumble as well. And it was an arm injury, and it put her out for a couple of months. (laughs) Jesus, Ember. (laughs) Some momentum. You like the revival over here. uh, Man, there was just so many women in this match. uh, Alicia Fox um, shouldn't have been in the match, in my opinion. Uh, She entered at number 18. Number 14 is usually the the, the cursed number. Uh, Kari Zane came in at number 14. Uh, I really like the stuff that she did in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? Instead of Alicia Fox, I'm not sure why they didn't give it to give that spot to Shayna Baszler. Tease like a, oh, what if, ba-, like no one ever thought, like, oh, what if Baszler wins and it's her challenging Ronda? I'm the badass now. Like, that would have been cool to, at least for a few minutes, put that thought into people's heads. Like, she, ooh. She could have threw up before. Yeah, she could have had her cronies come down there, and she could have threw up before right into, like, Bailey's face and started beating the hell out of Bailey or beating the hell out of Charlotte. Something. Uh, Maria Canellas did not last long in this match. Um, Zelina Vega. That was a neat spot. That was cool stuff. Wow. So, 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 so good. What what was one of your favorite spots? Um, uh, well, besides the Casey or the Naomi get back into the ring spots. Um, the, the Nia Jax. Um, what a... What a messed up thing. Like, Lana's trying to come down there with her injured ankle, and Nia comes down there and throws her onto this equipment that seemed to break it and, like, cost some money. Um, And then that leads into Becky Lynch being able to take Lana's spot. Uh, I've I've heard, and these are not my own ideas, so I've heard from, uh, I've listened to Bustin' Open Radio and how Bubba thought, you know, the hardcore fans know who Fit Finley is and know what he does and his importance. And that's great. But he's like, I wish someone would have motivated her and told her. I wish someone would have had her down on the, in the dumps. And someone would have had to convince her to go out there and take the spot. Like, hey, we need one more lady out there. We need one more woman wrestler out there. And she's like, I've already lost tonight. And he's like, it doesn't matter if you lost that match. You need to go out there and seize another opportunity. Because you can do this. Because the fans want you. And we want you. And kind of become the... Uh, like the champion for the agents and the fans and everyone. Yep. Um, especially with someone like Fit, because Fit is one of the most respected, probably the most respected agent back there. Yeah. Um, from from a fan's point of view. Uh, so that would have been cool, but I'm glad Becky got to come back in. Charlotte led the women's in, in eliminations with five eliminations. Uh, so that was an interesting stat. Um, and it's also interesting because you look at it and it's like everyone kind of got to eliminate somebody. Like there's ones and twos and threes all around. And in the men, sometimes you get a match where one guy gets to eliminate 11 people. And it's like, why did he get to eliminate over a third of the competition? 
Yeah. Like, just to build a monster. So, I liked that. Um, but, man, Becky coming back in, them setting up a knee injury, her beating Charlotte. And in the beginning of the night, I was like, all right, so I guess Becky can't face Ronda because she's already got a title match. I was actually kind of upset she got that title match against Asuka because I thought it guaranteed she wouldn't get a chance to really fight Ronda. But now she gets one. Yep. Becky Lynch, winning the Royal Rumble, gets to fight Ronda until like three weeks later when he <laughs> find out Vince is tired of her attitude and he suspends her and then tells tells everyone Charlotte's going to wrestle Ronda. And it's like, we've seen this match before. Um, over and over. Was there any other spots or anything that you liked or any comments you have about uh, who won? You know, I was really surprised uh, about Becky. Um with the way Nia was throwing people around, I thought they were heading towards that. My I, my choice, my prediction was for Alexa Bliss to win. Um, she got eliminated at number 24. She lasted a pretty good long time in the match. Yeah. Um, uh, and she was fresh when she came in, too. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, she had been very uh, fresh. Yeah, recovering for weeks, yeah, or months. Um, and, you know... Uh, when you get down to the final five, you had Carmella, Bailey, Nia, and then Charlotte gets eliminated by Becky. Yeah, I thought that the the remaining women that were in the ring deserved to be there. Um, all former champs. Yes, all former champs. I, and the the girls from NXT, uh, every one of those ladies proved themselves. Yeah. Uh, Kari Sane. Um, uh, the big LaRue. woman from NXT uh, UK. Yes. Oh. She's a monster. I can't wait to see her versus Charlotte one day. Uh, Lacey Evans surprised me. Lacey Evans is a surprising person. She's she really good. She was almost uh, 45 minutes, I believe, in yep. the match when she got eliminated. And she, um, I mean, she's an ex-Marine, so she's got that toughness. Yeah, I didn't know she was an ex-Marine. Yeah, she's she's got a really neat background that that falls into like oh well they didn't just make her a soldier character but she can always rely on that she can be this classy woman and then someone can call out her toughness or call her weak and she said I'm sorry honey but I'm the only female marine this company's ever seen and you know she can do stuff like that she's really neat she's an interesting character with a lot of layers and she's got a lot of promo depth to really roast people. Kind of like what Becky Lynch has. Yeah, her her southern draw definitely yells Liberty Bell from Glow. It does, it does. But you know, it works for her. I'm, but I'm, she's I'm from Georgia, so whatever. I I love this match. I this is the the best Royal Rumble like I said I've seen in about ten years. I, I loved the match. The aftermath is what frustrates me. Even Ronda Rousey posted this to her Instagram uh, a couple of nights ago after Raw when uh, they decided to pull Becky, which I know is part of the story, but still. Putting Charlotte in there almost guarantees it's a triple threat. Um, but Rhonda said this isn't what's best for business. Uh, she showed a poll where 82% of fans were looking forward to Rhonda versus Becky and 18 Rollins versus Lesnar. Um, uh, but she posted this isn't what best, what's best for business. This isn't what's in demand. I have no idea what the hell this is. Vince McMahon doesn't even believe in his own girl, Charlotte. If he didn't make us the main event for Survivor Series, he sure as hell is not going to make us the main event for WrestleMania. The women's evolution was robbed tonight. And, um, that is, uh, very true. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um... I, I don't like that decision. So, as much as I loved this match, I'm not loving the follow-up. 
Because nope. I would have, I w- my dream scenario was Sasha and Bailey. Uh, well, Iconics win the tag team titles um, at the Mission Chamber by WrestleMania. Sasha Banks and Bailey beat them for those titles. Uh, Charlotte becomes normal contender against Oscar. Who we get Charlotte versus Oscar Part Two. Charlotte wins yet again for the title. Then Becky versus Ronda. All four horsewomen of wrestling, laced in gold. And that same, the night before, of course, you're going to have Shayna Baszler drop the NXT belt to someone else. So you get ready to call them up, and it's like one side is all gold, one side isn't. Now the feud can really begin. Because who is better? Because right now, as you know, looking at WrestleMania, the four, four horsewomen of wrestling are all golden. So that was my ideal situation. But I shouldn't have thought it, because I knew it wouldn't have came true. <laughs> And next we go through some other matches. So we could have stopped the mat, the, the event right here, and we would have been fine. A really good rating. I, I, I loved um, three out of the four matches so far, and I really liked the other one. Now let's let's start going downhill. Here's where it all comes crashing down. AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Ugh. A hard-hitting match, no doubt. But it was not. it was probably their worst match against each other. Really, honestly, to me, I've given last year I gave them two different five star matches for matches that were just on regular SmackDown, and then this match was hard hitting. You could tell by AJ's black guy afterwards, but oh. man, what a what a slow drawn out match just to get to Rowan. It, it was really drawn out. It it was it was sad. It was hard to watch. Um, Brian, you know knocks AJ into the ring post chest first that hurt yeah um I, I would would not be surprised if he doesn't have a cracked rib yeah. he, he he hit that very hard um and then he rams AJ's head into the uh the ring post yeah it's like okay we get it you're a heel now calm down you little <laughs> leprechaun yeah um he's the earth's heel yeah, oh. <laughs> well, go back to the Earth Swamp thing. We don't need you. Um, Brian kicks the ref in the head accidentally, which I was like, okay, wow. Yeah. Wow. And and then Rowan, why? Eric Rowan come down there in his flannel. He wore flannel, so he you knew he was on Daniel's side. It's like, what a stupid bit. What a dumb gimmick. You know I love the Earth. Because I'm wearing flannel. You know, I couldn't make up my mind if he if he borrowed that flannel shirt from Mick Foley or from Luke Harper. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that dumb big motherfucker wear any like <laughs> wear any flannel before in my life. He always wore like a one a onesie. Yeah. He wore Michael Myers jumpsuit out yeah. every time. And here he comes in a t shirt and a flannel. If anything, it's worse for the earth. He just bought a new set of clothes. He's been wearing the same thing for 30 years. Now he has new clothes. I, I was. And it's funny because he's a Viking and he's of Norwegian descent and he wears so much fur, it would make Cruella DeVille jealous. And here he is posing as Pearl Jam with Daniel Bryan. And now they have a wooden belt. It's a fire hazard belt. <laughs> well, it's made out of hemp, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it a fire hazard, it's going to get all of them high. 
<laughs> and they're going to tell Vince on their drug test, I must have ate a muffin with poppy seeds on it. I don't understand. <laughs> I hated this match. And I felt bad for AJ. I felt bad for AJ for being a part of this match when him and Daniel, uh, I think three matches they've had, have all been what would be considered a five-star match. And now here is this match that was hard-hitting, and I appreciated the physicality, but I didn't like the match. I officially didn't like this match. AJ, as much as he did to try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit, he just couldn't. It was it was terrible, and I I terrible. really I want to know who terrible. whose idea was it for Rowan? I, uh, I there are rumors that that was supposed to be Lars Sullivan's role. There are rumors, wow. and even then it'd been like, what's your gimmick? You love the Earth and jerking off to Stephanie McMahon? Because <laughs> we know that's your background. They found you on those forums. <laughs> Someone posted a workout video of Stephanie McMahon to a workout site, and Lars Sullivan, using his real name, of course, replied to it, was like, thanks for the jerk-off material. Yeah. And then he, like, posted another thing, looking for more Steph videos, and it's like, why did they hire you? They didn't just Google, like, your name to see if you came up in any forums, because that's creepy as fuck. Maybe that was his panic attack. He got caught. Yeah, he saw Stephanie in Gorilla. And he was like, I really need to jerk off. I can't go out there with a heart. What's happening? Wow, Lars. Oh, God. Yeah, so that would explain the Rowan thing. But now, it, to me, it opens the door that if you bring Bray Wyatt back to fight Daniel Bryan, you can pair him up with Luke Harper, and it makes kind of sense. Yeah. At least to me. Now, uh, the, the the next match. Oh, God. I believe got a little better, but not by much. This is still a disappointing ending that we all knew was coming. I knew it the second that Finn Balor came out to face Brock Lesnar without paint on. I'm like, well, you're not winning today, son. You're not winning today. Uh, go out there and make Ireland proud. So what what you got written down for uh, Brock Lesnar versus human Finn Balor? Um, the weakest version of the, Finn. The, these, these are my notes verbatim okay. for this match. Balor brought the fight to the beast, kicked his ass for 95% of this match. Lesnar wins via submission. Yeah, uh, this this played out a lot like this, the, the Daniel Bryan match against Brock and the AJ Styles match against Brock. Brock gets an early, like, throw him around, show your physicality. Then, uh, you know, the littler, littler guy starts out maneuvering, outsmarting, and, and, and whooping up wrestling style on the big beast and then there's a um, there's a quick turnaround at the very end like an F5 or something like that to get the win of course this was a Kamara lock I really liked the change in it instead of because Daniel Bryan was just you know a couple months before and he won with the F5 thing at the end but now with this one with the Kamara lock the Kamara lock looks hurtful so I mean I would have rather Finn if it's a sleeper I get going to sleep to save somebody, but if someone's trying to break your arm, yeah, go ahead and tap. I would have rather it been some kind of weird sleeper hold where Finn had passed out, but whatever. Um, I thought the match was okay because of a lot of the stuff Finn put in there, and he took a lot of heavy bumps early on from Brock. So yeah. Finn made this match okay, and Brock at least did did stuff. Yeah, he took bumps, he sold, and oh, in the into the announcers table, that was rough. Oh. And I liked the way he sold it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I liked uh, that after the match, he was so mad that Finn almost really beat him if it wasn't for that Kamara lock that he beat him down again. Yeah. It made Finn look like a threat. 
Yeah, it did. And it was like, oh, crap, David will beat Goliath. Yeah. And, you know, I have to agree with you. Uh, if he would have came out in the paint, he would have walked away with the champ. Yeah. So, that that's cool. Yeah, that's really neat to see them give some strength to Finn. And I look forward to Finn beating Bobby Lashley for, uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, which will be his first gold since he held the Universal title. Like, for that one 24-hour period. What? <laughs> he was the longest reigning NXT champ ever. Why Why has he been treated so poorly here? Um, I'm but, glad. I'm, you know, when he does win the IC strap, he's going to bring a lot more to it. Yes. And I think um, it's going to be a callback to when Stone Cold and The Rock had it, and he's going to bring more emphasis to the IC champ. It's going to make Raw look like a wrestling show if Seth Rollins is your heavyweight champ and Finn is your IC champ. Yep. And Raw usually isn't looked at as a wrestling show. Nope. Um, but I thought the match was okay. Now, the next match, I have two notes for. I'm going to read them. The Men's Royal Rumble. Note one, Nia, question mark, fuck. Uh, <laughs> note two, Rollins win is boring. And I hated this match. All right, Glenn. <laughs> I, Follow that strong, <laughs> uh, precise breakdown. <laughs> I liked Elias coming out. I thought it was entertaining. I wanted to put my remote through the television when Double J came out. The man, oh God, that's, he looked like 10 pounds of horse shit in a five pound bag. He did not need to be wearing that Double J outfit. He should have came mm. out with a slap much t-shirt on. I would love to see guitar versus guitar. It's crazy when men come, when fifty-year-old men come out there dressed sluttier than any woman's wrestler. Oh man, um, yeah, Jarrett being eliminated first. I would have kept him in the ring long enough for Angle to throw his ass out. That's just my opinion. Oh man, did not like the idea of them both having to be in gorilla together. <laughs> I, I think I kept thinking about that. I'm like, oh, like Kurt just looks across. How are my kids, you son of a bitch? <laughs> that oh, this whole match. Jeff just replies, Karen's a bitch. I hate it. <laughs> this. Uh, wow. There are no. Uh, Titus didn't trip and slide under the ring this yeah, time. Yeah, that's the highlight. <laughs> the lack of highlight was the highlight. Um, I'm kind of pissed off that our truth got screwed. Yeah. I think it was horseshit. Now, okay, the Naya, fuck. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, I, what cool thing came of that? What really came with that that was cool was our truth followed up with the, the next SmackDown he got a U.S. title match shot against Shinsuke Nakamura, and it looked like he accidentally won until Rusev came out there and he was like, "If that title deserves better than Shinsuke, it damn well deserves better than you." And then our truth um, almost called him K Quick again. Our uh, truth. Uh, um, beat Rusev to defend the title. So, like, in one night, he won the title from Shinsuke Nakamura, a New Japan legend and overall underrated wrestler in WWE, and then he defended it uh, successfully against Rusev, a very underutilized wrestler in WWE that is very talented. Like, these are two, in my eyes, top guys, and he just beat them both for the U.S. title, and it gives the fans someone to cheer for, and it, it added some validity to it because he wasn't just wrestling, like, you know, jerk-offs for it, like, Tyler Breeze or Ty Dillinger or someone that's never been treated well, he, he beat Rusev and he beat Shinsuke for it. And it's like, that's a fucking big deal. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. So as much as I hated him getting screwed, I'm, I'm happy with the result. It's like, I think Vince is, is bipolar or he's got split personality 
He's like, okay, well, Nia's going to jump R-Truth, and Nia's going to come out, but to make it up to R-Truth, we're going to give him a title. Yep. That's not how it works, Vince. Nope. He won that 30 spot fair and square. Yep. Now, the, the Nia Jax thing, you think that was more of an homage to China? I think so. Um, which is why I'm leaning towards they might put her in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I will say this about Nia. Um, for a brief moment in time, she held her own. Against some with, of the best. With, yeah, and I mean... Ray, it, Randy. I thought it was awesome to see all those guys hit their finishers on her and then yeah. throw her fat ass over the ring. Yeah. Um, the RKO and the 619, my two favorite moves that got hit on her. It just, it made me happy. I mean, I really, I jumped up off the couch and was like, yeah! <laughs> now, Rollins with the win, it seems like he may have also hurt his back during that match. Yeah. So he's out for at least a month. Like, <sighs> um, light duty. Uh, overall, on the pay-per-view, what would you, like, how would you grade it? Did you enjoy it? Uh, the first half I loved, the second half I was indifferent to, so overall, I liked it. it yeah, I, I would say I liked it. I mean, I'm glad I can stop midway through. And, yeah. and love it. Like, I'm glad it's not spread out like, good shit, good shit, good shit. Not good shit, but like, periods in between each word. Um, <laughs> like, I'm glad it did that, but I liked the pay-per-view overall. O- overall, it was, it was a good pay-per-view. Uh, it wasn't solid, but it was good. And it proved again that the SmackDown guys know what they're doing. Except for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> and it proves that the women are outperforming the men day in and day out. Yes. Now, now very quickly, let's go over the Elimination Chamber predictions. Um, we have a Raw's Women's Championship match against uh, with Ronda Rousey defending her title against Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot, of course, her two cronies, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, were beaten back-to-back by Ronda Rousey a couple weeks ago. So that leads, obviously, to last-minute match added of Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey. Now, this time last year, it was Charlotte versus Ruby Riot, and that match was great. I think it was Fastlane. Um, so, mm. here we are at Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. I think this match is going to be great. Of course, Ronda's going to win. Yeah. Uh, we have the WWE World... Uh, no, let me just go to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Miz and Shane versus the Usos. It'll probably be a great match. I'm picking Miz and, and Mac. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Miz Mac. Um, in a Carnell Championship match, Bobby Lashley with Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Finn. I got Finn, too. Uh, for some reason, no U.S. Championship match on the card, but we have Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Random. Random as hell. Uh, like It's like, hasn't people been over this feud for a while? I'm picking Braun. Yeah. But um, Then we have the WWE SmackDown Championship. Elimination Chamber match. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Randy Orton versus now Kofi Kingston in for Mustafa Ali since Mustafa Ali got a concussion last week fighting Randy Orton. And, of course, versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, I think everyone's going to really have a good spot. Kofi had a great gauntlet match last night on SmackDown. If you didn't see it, go back and watch it. He wrestled for over an hour, and it looked like he could have won if it wasn't for, you know, of course, AJ being better than him. And then, of course, Randy won uh, with a surprise arcade to AJ as AJ was checking on Kofi and uh, Randy Orton will get into the chamber last. I don't think he'll win. I think the championship will stay with Daniel Bryan. You know, I'm going to pull a wild card just to be a little different. Uh, I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. Jeff would be great. Um, and he he's, he's the one that can make sense to keep that title. Like yeah. This is a great piece of art. 
I don't like that you disrespect the WWE Championship, but this is a piece of art, and I don't like disrespecting art. Um, the women's, this is the best match on the card. The Women's Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber match. The team of Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Riot Squads, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, versus the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, versus Sasha Banks and Bailey, the Boston Hug Connection, versus Naomi and Carmella, the two random dancers. Um... <laughs> I pick because I want them to, and I think it just makes sense because they're so easily hated. I pick the Iconics. I, I, <laughs> now, the know. beginning of the match will be Banks and Bailey, if Banks can even get into the match. Banks and Bailey versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. So they will have an immediate disadvantage because they have to start the match out. I, I'm, oh, man, I'm torn. I, I would lo- I'm with you. I'd like to see the Iconics do it, but I think I'm going to go with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. That would be great as well. They're still bad guys. That still, I still think bad guys should win it. Um, and that is our predictions for Elimination Chamber. We'll see how how wrong we are. And that's also, uh, you know, what we thought about the Royal Rumble. And uh, going forward to WrestleMania, we, we splurged that in there a little bit. We're getting closer to Mania. We have Elimination Chamber, then Fastlane, and then WrestleMania. Of course, Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. So we will see what happens there. Uh, Fastlane will probably be a throwaway title or a last-minute change to the WrestleMania cards kind of thing. Um, so really, after this, after Elimination Chamber, we pretty much know what Mania holds. So I'm really looking forward to the road becoming clearer. You know, maybe the sun coming out, some lights turning on, something happening because it's so dark right now. Um, thank you guys for listening. You can find us uh, on all social media, collectively, at Take the Studios. You can find myself, Spencer, at SYCO1316. I am Glenn at JokerHaHaHa79. And you can also find our other podcast, which is the Gaming News Power Power, which you can search for on the podcast uh, provider of your choice, or YouTube.com slash Take the Studios, where you can find some gaming videos for charity. And uh, please follow us, like us, subscribe, uh, rate us. And share us. Rating and sharing is is caring. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underrated, overlooked, and underrepresented. Highly valued, the one the people keep recommending. I ain't gotta be the biggest, but I'm best for business. My career gonna be 100, that's from start to finish. Coming face to face with me, I wouldn't recommend it. That title is mine, I can't wait till I defend it. I'm the guy you probably want on your commercial Cause Ballot Club forever, Ballot Club is universal Yeah, yeah. keep your head up when they doubting yeah. yeah, let them know that we about it, about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting them charged, I am the plug I'm the originator, so I am the club I ain't arrogant, I'm confident The club is worldwide, I'm talking about every continent Not just in approximate I give all I got until there's nothing left Coup de gras to the chest, boy, catch your breath What? Yeah, Jay Will, ha, Wrestle Flow, 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 yeah.